Praise the Lord. Dr. Hansen, good evening. Good evening, Shannon. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're very excited to be here tonight with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and World Ministries International. This is a live show, December 30th, 2022. This will be the last show of the year. Dr. Hansen, over to you. Would you like to open us in prayer? Father God, I want to thank you, Lord, for this time we have again to be with Shannon, Lord. It's always good to be with eagles, Lord, mature men and women that are doing battle. And we're grateful, dear God, for Omega Man Radio, what they're doing and what they've been doing to reach the nations. Now, we pray, dear God, that you're going to be with us tonight and that people will be tuning in and be ready, dear God, so they can understand where we're at and what we're going to do as far as the future, that we need to all get in this battle. We need to be eagles, Lord. We need to be able to fly and soar and attack and conquer and win if we're going to save any nation for Jesus Christ, if we're going to save the nation we live in. So bless this program tonight, and we'll give you all glory and all praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, tonight I'm going to air two programs. One I did with Tony Benelli, owner of Mission Motors, Stanwood, Washington, on cocaine and grace. I think that's going to be fascinating. And then I'm going to share a program where I spoke to the staff on satisfied, tenacious eagles. Let's begin. This is Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the radio program called Warning. Also, all of those that are watching on our podcast programs, social media, Roku, welcome. I have Tony What's your last name? Benelli. Benelli. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, that's a good last name. But Tony Benelli, he's from Mission Motors. He's the owner of Mission Motors in Stanwood, Washington. Tony Benelli, welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you for having me. Well, I interviewed you once. I was here in the studio, and you were around Washington, D.C. in a convoy. I was, yes. And uh, why don't you tell us, uh, the audience, what were you doing in that convoy? Well, it uh, God allowed me the opportunity to go in the convoy, and uh, we I spent two months with them, two months with the convoy. We traveled across the United States, stayed in Washington, D.C. for uh, about a month, and then we traveled back across the United States, back to Arizona, California, basically. Um, we went with the intention of, I guess, spreading the word, really. You know, when I first went, it was interesting. I, I thought, we're going to go make a change. Right. Yes. And traveling across the country was amazing. And the amount of people that came out to show their support uh, and to put their hopes in us was quite something else. We've got to Washington, D.C. We saw how corrupt it was. We saw how it was a trap. We saw how much they hate us. Uh, quite honestly, they hate the, the human population, to be honest with you. Um, actually, almost got set up by some feds, kind of a January 6th deal. Um, but really fell in love with the people that we did the convoy with. Um, a lot of like-minded people, a lot of Christians that were already there. I actually thought I was going to go and, and witness and spread the gospel. And when I got there, there was already quite a bit of that going on. Um, so it was more of a, I guess, observation trip for me. And interestingly enough, um, what really came out of it was I figured out that uh, it's up to us to change things. It's not up to a group necessarily, or um, even a, a, during that deal, there was a self-appointed leader. Um, and that uh, that fizzled out with the self-appointed leader because it depended on one person. Um, but the, what was growing was the belief in Christ that he could save us from everything. So, Amen. 
Amen. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Tony and I have been discussing again what we need to do as Christians. You know, we we shared how I'm trying to get 200,000 people in every nation reading our news articles, pastoral articles, every two weeks so we can equip and, and warn and develop, prepare the church for what's happening, and, and they're ready for what's going to happen. And they're also trained and equipped so they can help other people. And that's one way of getting the gospel out, fulfilling the Great Commission. Mm -hmm. But also, we're trying to get 2,000 intercessors in every nation praying. But uh, not for Jesus to do our job. He won't do our job. But he said, pray for yourself that you can do the will of the Father. So, you know, Jesus isn't coming out of heaven to save anybody's nation until the Battle of Armageddon. He gave you that commission. And he said, you go and make disciples of every nation. Go tarry and be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You make disciples in every nation. So you and I, and that's why you went to bring change. We are supposed to go and make disciples and bring change in the nations. Tony? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, during the trip, I, what I realized that I was focusing on um, people that weren't necessarily in my life. Yes. It was people that I met along the road or people that I was traveling with that I had no real relationship with. And when I got back, it was real interesting what God did with me. He had me on, I was on kind of a journey of starting this uh, website and all this other stuff. And he really just rocked my world and said, you're going to stay home and you're going to focus on home, um, including my own home life and the people that uh, I employ and the people that come into my business daily. And it really, really rocked my world because um, I, I have a, a tendency to think big and, and go big. And this was a shift for me to stay focused on what was around me. And um, in fact, the other day I heard um, another pastor say, and this hit me really hard, the land of the free depends on the home of the brave and change does not start in the White House. Instead, it starts in our house. And it really just resonated with me and really just focusing on the people that are in my life every day. And I have a lot of interactions with customers and I'd kind of gotten away from um, spreading the gospel with my customers. I'd relied on some employees to do it. And God just really showed me this is the time right now. It's you're talking to everybody about it, whether they want to receive it or not, you plant that seed. And that's what I've really been focused on lately. And it's, it's quite honestly, it's enjoyable. Amen. Amen. We all have a responsibility, all of us, no matter where you are, what you do, to share your faith. Because you will be somewhere where I'm not, where Tony's not. But yet we have a responsibility collectively to bring the kingdom of God to earth. We have to share our faith where we're at. And yes, one of the responsibilities, even if you bring a pastor on staff, is I always wanted him to bring his family with him when we mm -hmm. talked because I wanted to watch his family. Right. The Bible is very clear. If you cannot rule, lead, be a father, a husband to your family, how can you help the body of Christ, other right. families? Right. So that, that is a great responsibility all of us have is to make sure we do our responsibility and minister to our families, right. our wife, our children. So important, Tony. When I, I, mean, I think so many people get caught up in doing it for other people. Yes. Right? And I was. I was caught up. I went on the road, didn't see my family for two months, and I was caught up into when I came back what I was going to do for everybody else. And, you know, God always has his way of showing us what we need to be doing. And uh, it was a difficult transition for me. But I, I look at it now and, I, you know, there was some stress uh, that came along with trying to do it outside God's will. And now that I'm 
in God's will of what I'm supposed to be doing, it is so enjoyable. Yes. It is so enjoyable. And to come at people with an open heart and an open mind and understand that what they're seeing and what everything that's going on is designed to divide the family right now and to divide us in relationships. And if you're conquering that, man, you you go home at night and you feel so good. You, you, you leave it all on the court, as they say, or all on the field, as they say. And I go home every night and I pass out almost as soon as I walk in the door and I get up in the morning and I am so excited to go at it again. So, Amen. And there's always that preparation. Every harvest, there, there's different stages in the harvest and there's seasons of change. And so you're in a season yep. and, and God has even other things, but right now you're in this season. We're all in different seasons of life, seasons of change. Look what uh, Joseph had to go through before he could be right under Pharaoh. Look at what he had to go through. Mm -hmm. And God's developing him. And uh, he went through different seasons of his life before God could use him to not only save uh, the Hebrews, but to save the Egyptians. Yep. And God used him mightily, but there were seasons, and he had to be patient as he went through each stage. Yep. I think that is a key, patience. That's a big key. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because we can get ahead of God. Oh, absolutely. I've done it plenty of times in my life, for sure. If you wanted to be honest, we all have. Mm -hmm. All of us have got ahead of God, and uh, sometimes uh, uh, we have to get bucked off that horse and realize, oh, that's right, God, uh, you're supposed to be leading this horse. Right, right. Well, I'll tell you, Tony, uh, I've heard about how serious you are for the Lord. I've always appreciated that. And you're in Stanwood. Uh, believe me, uh, we need serious people for the Lord in Stanwood. It seems to be a laid-back little town, but I'll say this honestly, there's a lot of evil going on, too, in this little town. Mm hmm a lot of drugs in the schools. Yep. And I'll tell you what, you have a tremendous testimony yourself, how, how God brought you out of addiction and set you free, and now you help other people in this. Yep. You've used your work to help people, and that's always impressed me. You want to share just a little bit on that? Uh, on the testimony itself a little bit. Yeah, yeah and, so and what you're doing. I mean, you, you you hire people and help them. We do. Yeah. We're a second chance employer. I've learned not to be a third chance employer, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. but a second chance employer for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was healed 12 years ago of a drug addiction, opiate addiction, cocaine addiction. Wow. And as soon as I was healed, I, I turned to God and said, okay, what do you want me to do? You healed me. I literally went to bed one night, woke up the next day without any urges. Wow. And uh, yeah, I was, uh, my habit was about a 20 thousand dollar a month habit so it was pretty large habit and uh and i said all right god what do you want me to do you want me to be a pastor what do you want me, you know i've got to save the world somehow now and uh, <laughs> he basically told me use the town and i'd been in the car business for 30 years that's how i got mixed up in the drugs and i mean there's all sorts of reasons right but um that was what i knew and i said well you probably don't want me to do that a car guy is not a shining example of a perfect christian or anything you know and God said, uh, no, use the talents I've given you for my kingdom. Just quit using them for your own. And a light bulb went off in my head. And, and at that point, I had zero finances, zero money, zero income. I'd got caught stealing from my previous employer. So 
But once I got on that and got to what God wanted me to do, he brought all the finances. Within a year, we were able to open up our first Mission Motors. And we, um, as a team, we devote ourselves to hearing people's needs, uh, whatever that may be. We've sent uh, over a dozen people to rehab. Um, I have a great rehab facility that we work with down in Elmo, Washington. Uh, set, in fact, I'll set free ministries. If anybody needs to go anywhere, look up a set free ministry in your area. Okay. They're great. They don't uh, require any money. If you want to donate to them, that's great. And um, we've uh, over a 50% success rate of people that we've sent there, which is, I think, pretty good in that arena. Praise the Lord. Um, and it's a Christian ministry. So, but yeah, God just, uh, God just opened the doors for me. And, um, you know, I got ahead of him when I was traveling basically during COVID. I'll just be honest with you. I took a few years off basically from my business. Right. And, um, God has brought me back to it now. And, um, I am there every day. I'm there 12 hours a day. And again, I'm, I am absolutely loving it. Wow. Um, and you know, as you get older, you think, well, I could retire, take a little time away, you're not getting away from God. So no matter what, he wants you there. And I thought, well, I'll just go preach to the world. I'll go travel across the country, preach the world. And God's like, you're way ahead of me. You're coming back home, and this is where you're staying right now. Wow, so. wow. Retire. <laughs> right. I don't want to hear that, Tony. I don't think I need it. How old are you? I'm 53. So well, I'm 68. <laughs> yeah. Now, you can't retire before I do. I, it's, oh, it's definitely not in the plans anymore. That's so. right. That's right. That's right. I mean, we got a world to save. We're in a battle. What is there to retire right. until Jesus rules the reign? Man, we are fighting. Right. We're warriors. Yep. We're eagles. Absolutely. And that's where I thought he had me traveling to spread the gospel. Right? Yes. And guys, like, you're not, no, you're staying home to spread the gospel and you're going to do it right from where I have you right now. Well, so. look at the Roman Empire. They tried to expand all over the place and they lost Rome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, man, you can't lose home. Yep. Nope. You can't lose your base. And so that's tremendous. You know, that is a great testimony that you didn't have to go through a rehab. You just went to, you were just immediately delivered. I was immediately delivered, yeah. Not, wow. not a single urge or desire since that day. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what our God can do. Yeah, amen. And we're certainly not against people going through rehab programs. It's important. And for a lot of people, it's necessary. But I'll tell you what, God can just right now, instantly set you free. Right. Right, Tony? Yep. Right now. He's he's a healer. Right now. He's in the business of healing, so. I don't do this all the time, but uh, I want you to pray right now. People are watching. People are listening, and you pray that they're going to look to God and expect to be set free. Pray, Tony. Amen, Lord. Uh, Dear Lord, we just come to you right now, and I just want a a prayer for when I was in my addiction, I was always looking for something to cure me, Lord, and it was when you came into my life that cured me. And Lord, I just pray for anybody that's struggling with addiction, desires, uh, thoughts. uh, I don't know, Lord, I'm seeing even depression right now, Lord and people turning to the medical community, which maybe you need, but Lord, we know that you can heal that, Lord. You can bring in, you can fill that void, Lord, just like you did me. You brought a miracle. You healed me. I don't even know when during the night, at one night you healed me, Lord, and I'm calling that in. Someone someone listening right now is dealing, I just feel like someone is dealing with depression that Lord could heal. Just have an open mind to it and be ready to receive it because it's coming. It's coming in a way that you've never expected. And this is someone that's been dealing with depression for a long time, Lord. 
long, long time. You know who that person is, and we're calling it in right now. And we're looking forward to what you're going to do and the testimony that they can someday sit and give to another audience, Lord. And we look forward to it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'll tell you, again, I have Tony. He's the owner of Mission Motors here in Stanwood, Washington. And what's the what's the phone number down there at Mission Motors? It's 360-939-2617. Or if you go on our website, missionmotors.net, you can send us a message through there. Anything you just need to talk about, encouragement, um, whatever you may need. So again, Mission Motors, Stanwood, Washington. Tony is the owner. So um, there you go. There's a, there's my plug uh, for for if you're looking for a car, so uh, or a truck, car, truck, minivan, even service work. We do. We've opened up full service department now, so you can come and get your car service. We we can tow your car. We open a tow truck service. Actually, January first, we're kicking that off. So wow, um, whatever you may need, and 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 I'll just tell you since I since God's brought me home and had me stay at home, the opportunity He's given me for more outreach is amazing. Right? Yes. Here I thought I was. You know, doing what you, you know, I look at what you're doing and you're reaching the world, right? And that's what I thought I had to do. And God has different calling in everybody's life for me to stay home. And he's given me other tools to be able to reach people. I look at a tow service as an opportunity to help someone at their lowest time. No one wants to call and get a tow truck. That's right. Right? No, no one's ever looking forward to that. What can we bring when we go to tow their car? How can we listen to them? How can we pray for them how can we encourage them whatever it may be right so it's pretty cool when you get into what god's calling you to do and the things he does for you is amazing well that's exactly right and uh, i'll tell you what you are reaching the world and so you're you're around the world today tony and so uh, your testimony and your words right now and everybody needs to know wherever you live um, i used to when i was leading churches in africa and uh, i would tell my staff when you're going to this location, I would send them uh, on an assignment every day. We met four hours. We prayed. Uh, we we studied the Word of God. We went over the, the day before where they went, what they did. And then I said, okay, along the journey today, when you're going to your location, make sure you have eyes to see and ears to hear of divine appointments. Yep. Not just what Pastor Hansen is sending you for. You know, God might have a divine appointment along the way. Yep. Don't miss it. Yep. Don't miss it. Well, he's going to trust you with it. There you right? go. So it's and, you have to honor him by doing, if someone's in front of you with that, you have to honor him by being able to impart that to them. And that's it. And and where you now have trained your people, you're, you're picking up these people, they're at the low point. Hey, have eyes to see and ears to hear what this person needs. Right. And I think that is important. Yep. Because not every person that responds to you would be a minister of the gospel. Right. And, and that's what they need to understand. They're a minister of the gospel. And uh, who knows what God will use them to do in these people's lives. Well, and, and I want to encourage everybody that is watching that no matter what gifting God has given you, it is a gifting from God. And if you're always looking to how can you help somebody through that, I mean, who would think selling cars? I had a gal in there yesterday crying over being able to buy a car. Wow. And that gave me an opportunity to speak to her about Christ. You bet. You know, you bet. and then we ended up praying with her. And she was bawling the whole time. I'm sure if someone walked in the showroom floor, they probably thought we were beating her up. But she was crying because she was happy. Yes. And she had something to look forward to. And so, you know, I tell a lot of people, whatever gifting God's given you, that's a widget to get to the people that you need to get to. 
right? So that's good. I encourage everybody, whether you're working at AMPM, pumping gas, whatever it may be, that's your opportunity. So that's good. We need to be ready in season and out of season to share our faith. Right. And that's the love of God. That's the grace of God. That's the mercy of God. I, I know that I'm going to be preaching a message here shortly uh, in our in our church on the grace of God. And uh, you know the grace of God. I know the grace yep. of God. Yep. Uh, but for the grace of God, I mean, you'd still be in your addiction of $20,000 habit a month. Yep, absolutely. But for the grace of God. And I think that's so important, grace, Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. Grace is, you know, and there's, I would even say there's, there's no different level of grace as far as what God gives you. It's the grace that we receive. There's a different level. And as you're on your journey with Christ, you find yourself receiving grace in areas that you never thought you could. Um, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, that was grace. I was ever start everywhere you turn now. It's grace, grace, grace. Right. And at first when I was first, uh, healed, uh, you know, I kind of had to look for grace a little bit and I, I was still dealing with the stuff of the world. So, but now everything, I look at everything as great. I mean, it could be something you're stuck in traffic. That's grace. You know, your, your plane didn't take off. That's grace, you know? So, uh, it's how we want to look at it and how we want to receive it. Amen. And then we can pass on the grace of God. Amen. We can pass it on. Yep. I mean, many times, as you said, you know, uh, some people have been stuck Missed a flight, and that flight crashed. Right. And the right. grace of God, they weren't on that flight. You know, when something happens when I'm traveling, I that's what I, I go back to. Whether I'm delayed in traveling, had a flat tire, and I, w- I would tell the people in the car, you know, we don't know why this happened for sure. Right. And maybe God was preventing us from being killed. Absolutely. But the grace of God. Yep. I, I tell you what, once I really understood grace— then I was able to love the unlovely. Hmm, not true. And and before I understood it, I wasn't able to love the unlovely, Tony. I'll just tell you. Right. I used to be in law enforcement. And um, tell you what, sometimes you're dealing with the worst of society. And you understand the system and there's no justice. And, and sometimes you're tempted uh, not to be very uh, charitable. Right. Yep. To those that you have to arrest. Yep. But I'll tell you what, once I understood the grace of God... When I put him in the back seat, I was trying to lead him to the Lord before I booked him in jail. Right. I was trying to lead him to the Lord. This is my chance. Right. You know, they're not That's running great. away from me. <laughs> right. No, you had a captive audience <laughs> at that time. I got time. a captive audience. <laughs> they're in the back seat. Right. And uh, they can't get to me and they're handcuffed. <laughs> right. I did my best to lead him to the Lord. Yep. And I did. I helped a lot of people. But I first had to understand grace. Right. So important. Yeah, and loving your enemies. Right? Loving your I mean, enemies. Loving your enemies was, <laughs> it's been a long journey for me on that one, but loving your enemies, once you really embrace that, the grace can flow through a lot easier. You bet. You know? And you're, look, you're just, you're accepting grace wherever you go. You're accepting grace. And once you can accept it, you can give it. So. Yeah. No, that that's so good. You know, the, there's a saying, hurting people hurt people. Right. Yep. Yeah, but once you can have the grace of God, then you can give the love of God in, instead of the your anger. Well, and I think that's where a lot of the churches nowadays miss out, right? It's not about a lot of the regular churches. And I don't, I don't mean to speak bad about churches, but no, I a lot understand. of churches out there, the, the grace does not flow through the church. Yes. Yes. It, it ends at that front door. That's right. That's so, right. That's right. 
And I think that we're the church. We've got to give grace. And uh, even sometimes with our own pastors and stuff, we've got to impart that grace. Give grace. Yep. And, and uh, you know, a lot of, you know, you mentioned, you know, the front door sometimes. And sometimes when people leave church, they turn into a different person. Yeah. Yep. Where they should be the same type of loving person that they were inside the door. Yeah. Because outside is where the harvest is. where it is. That's the harvest. And I deal with a lot of people. We get a lot of people at our our car lot. They'll come in and say, well, you're religious. And the first thing I say is I'm not religious. I love Jesus Christ died on the cross, save us all from our sins. But that gives that opportunity. So many conversations I have are about church hurts. And the fact that there was just no grace given. Yeah. Yeah. And if I get a chance to talk to that about with a lot of people, it, it, it helps them understand uh, a little bit where everybody's coming from. And if you can get, grasp the grace that you've been given. Um, but, you know, a lot of times we put that back on the church. Like, well, they hurt me, you know. And it's unfortunate that it happens. But no matter what happens to us, we've got to accept the grace. That's right. And, and people don't go to church for other people. They go to church to serve God. Right. And we need to understand that. Yes, hopefully we're being imparted unto and taught properly you got a good church but if somebody hurts you in that church um god hasn't hurt you right so you're not gonna quit quit serving god because of a person hurt you right god has not hurt you right it was a sinner saved by grace right (laughs) he's just not developed or she's not developed more and i haven't met that um non-sinner that's saved by grace yet i guess until i die there's, so. There you go. I mean, we are is. all on our journey <laughs> right. of becoming more lovable right? and to give more grace as we understand it. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you're listening to the Warning Radio program or you're watching it on our social media, on Rumble, on different formats, including today YouTube and uh, podcasts. I've had Tony Mission Motors, Mission Motors, Stanwood, Washington. If you can see him, uh, I'm looking at him right now. He's got Mission Motors for the people. So Stanwood, Washington. Again, Mission Motors. And uh, may God richly bless you. Remember, look to the Lord. Amen. He will give you grace. God bless you. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Those that are listening on our Warning Radio, Shortwave, uh, Podcast, Mediums, Welcome. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and we're in our college chapel here at World Ministries International, and it is a live audience. Now, I'm going to continue. I rarely continue with messages, but I'm going to continue. Uh, Last week, I spoke on satisfied eagles, and I only got through my first five points. I'm going to uh, increase the title to satisfied tenacious eagles. So the first five points was one, Faithfulness, two, focus, three, excellent vision, four, eagles are bold, courageous, and fearless, and five, nurturing. Eagles have the incubation period. They share that period. Now, we are talking about in comparison to men and women that must become mature, not walking around Uh, as sparrows or chickens or chicks or vultures, but eagles that know how to protect their young, know how to conquer, know how to win if we're going to save the republic from communism, from toppling. 
And we must have another great awakening. In other words, it doesn't matter, as I've mentioned, who is in power in Washington, D.C. It doesn't matter if the White House is controlled by Republicans, the Senate and House of Representatives, Republicans. doesn't matter. If there is continual sin, like the acceptance of homosexuality by both parties, this nation will come under judgment no matter who is leading it. Yes, if conservatives lead it, we'll prolong, we'll survive a little longer. But we are self-destructing like Rome did from morality, or shall we say immorality? No longer accepting the morality of God, but now our own form of morality or immorality called rebellion, called Baal, called Molech, Nimrod, Mystery Babylon. Faithfulness, focus, excellent vision. Eagles are bold, courageous, and fearless. Eagles nurture. They share the incubation period. In other words, the parents take responsibility, not just one. In the church, we must take responsibility for our young, young Christians. Everyone should take responsibility, not just the pastor. But we should help those come up in the Lord, grow up in the Lord. Again, if we're a warrior, if we're an eagle, if we're mature, we are bold, we are courageous, we are fearless, we'll speak the truth, we're not intimidated or compromised. Instead, we speak the truth because only truth can keep our nation free. I said faithfulness, eagles mate for life. If you're a true eagle, a mature Christian, you don't fail your spouse. If you're faithful, you don't allow gossip going on in the church to destroy the unity, to destroy the move of God. You correct it. You will also tell a person, hey, if you don't quit this, I'll bring you up to the leadership. Let me tell you, you warn somebody that and it's over. They, they don't want to be called on a carpet. I know over the last 40 years, a couple of times I've had people leave the church. I've asked them to leave. Why? Because if you're not going to quit it, I don't want you around. You would destroy the vision. You destroy the backing of the Holy Spirit where unity is like Pentecost. I don't need you. Can't we follow the ways of God, the word of God, control our tongue? Only the Holy Spirit can do that. And if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to do it, Man, you need to get out of that church because you are poison. Focus. We focus on our enemies. We don't keep our eyes off them. We understand who's a troublemaker. The Bible tells you who is a troublemaker. Those, again, who speak behind others' backs, words, not for encouragement, but we attack other people. We attack their credibility their reputation, their character. That is not what mature people do in churches. We're supposed to protect one another, encourage one another. Yes, we confront privately, but we don't destroy. Excellent vision. Again, mature people have excellent vision. They can see trouble from a long ways away. They can see the enemy from a long ways away. They can discern evil spirits from a long ways away. A lot of times in churches today, 
They can't deserve an evil spirit if it's sitting in the front row. And if it was there, they don't know how to cast it out. So point number six, discernment, tenaciousness, determination. Eagles have the ability to sense the arrival of a storm. Not only do they sense the coming storm, but they seem to cherish it. I have told my wife, the one that's with the Lord and the present one, I was born for this time to fight evil. Some people are afraid. Oh, they're afraid of everything. Oh, don't say anything. You'll be attacked. My goodness. Do you watch my radio and television programs? Listen to them. We attack. I will not be intimidated. Because greater is he that's in me, the Holy Spirit's not intimidated. And neither are you if you're mature. No, we go to cut off the head of Goliath. To expose those in high places guilty of high treason, sedition, heresy, immorality, cheating. Instead of hiding like other birds do to escape the storm's dangers, eagles come out of their nest and use the force of winds they use at their wings to carry them above the storm. Our wings, our maturity, the Holy Spirit allows us to rise above any storm with graciousness, determination, fearlessness, encouragement, boldness, we can rise above the storm, then we can attack the enemy. They adjust their wings so they can fly to greater heights. Their wings, they understand the word of God. They use the word of God appropriately. As with eagles, we train and equip believers to use the word of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to go into the storms of life and the dangers of demonic-led people with power to overcome their attacks and weather the storm until we can say the waves are now calm. Our nation is safe, and Christians can enjoy life, liberty, and property once again. Amen? Yes, there's a lot of evil out there we must destroy. That's why we need another great awakening. That's what eagle-saving nations are all about. Go to my website and join www.worldministries.org. Eagles have vitality and resilience. An eagle has the ability to be resilient. After 30 years of life, the eagle's body starts to deteriorate. Its flight and speed slow down to, due to, cal, you know, cal, uh, cal of, the claws and other things start to wear out. I think that's a good way to say it. They're not flexible anymore. Their beak becomes dull so it cannot be effective in fighting or defending itself and eating. You know, after a time, do you feel weary? Do you feel worn out? We can revitalize ourselves. Get back in the word of God. Spend some time with him in prayer. Isolate yourself. Take some time aside if you have to. Go into prayer and fasting, but you can be renewed in your strength. You can start again. Yes. I can be as resilient and determined and focused and filled with energy as I was in my 30s. In other words, I can go with all of the determination 
that I did in the past to travel the nations and see demons flee. Instead of quitting and retiring and dying, the ego goes through a transformation by attending to its issues. It hits its head against a rock, breaking the beak until it falls off. Sometimes you need to grab your neck, look in the mirror and say, wake up. Come on, get with it. How come you, you've become slothful and lazy and discouraged? Maybe you do need to hit your head a couple times. The ego plucks out its claws and feathers, allowing its body to grow back renewed and strong so it can live another 30 years. Wow. In other words, come on, let's, let's, let's do some, some heavyweight with the word of God, with the Holy Spirit, with men and women that are eagles. We as eagles must take time to build ourselves up in the faith with our daily devotions, time with the Holy Spirit, time in training, etc. We are losing America because we are not strong but weak. And we need to take the time to evaluate our weaknesses and strengthen them stronger than ever before so we can do battle more determined, motivated, and zealous. Hallelujah. Amen? That's right. Eight eagles don't eat dead prey. You know, some people just spiritually eat slop. But eagles want to live and eat healthy, warm, active food. Do you eat the word of God daily, the devotions, or do you live on your past? Well, I remember 30 years ago when I went to Bible school. My God, you must be a dead swamp and you stink a little bit. And I guess you just said why. 30 years ago, you need to be in the word of God daily. Daily, not dead meat. You give testimonies 30 years ago. Well, what about yesterday? Do you got any? You got any testimonies? Do you have anything? So, wow. Yeah, wow. Time we evaluate ourselves. How alive are we? Are we eating live meat? Are we daily witnessing? Like James at QFC, a lot of customers. The Holy Spirit can say, hey, speak here. Well, company policy, forget company policy. Do you understand the Holy Spirit? I was in law enforcement 10 years. Company policy forbid me to do a lot of things. I did it anyway. Why? Because the Holy Spirit said, do it. Talk to him, pray with him, lead him to the Lord. Eagles, men and women of God, they don't hang out with a walking dead. The walking dead. Man, some people, you should have shucked the dust off your feet a long time ago. Diseased or polluted people who have nothing scripturally positive and life building to say, but only talk about the values of the enemies of Jesus Christ. We want to become warriors who defeat the enemy, not a casualty of the new world order. Satan, Nimrod, Moloch, Baal. I could use some, I could say some modern ones, but you'll find them in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and probably every capital in every state. We want to become warriors who defeat the enemies. We do not want to dwell on the past success or failure, but always open for God to give us new strategies, revelation, how to accomplish the mission. The mission. 
We want to be always growing, <clears throat> always alive, adding to our talents, not stuck in a cesspool or a swamp, decaying, dying, and being not willing, strong, and capable to do battle against the enemies of Jesus Christ and our nation. If somebody's in a cesspool, hey, you need to close the tank on that cesspool. They either need to rise from the dead or close the tank and let them die with the filth. Eagles know their identity. Eagles fly with eagles. I like to be with other men and women of God, mature men and women of God. I don't mind being with younger ones if they want to learn to become a mature one. But if they just want to do nonsense, I don't even like to waste my time with them. Eagles fly with eagles. They don't fly with sparrows, chickens, turkeys, crows, pigeons, ravens, or other small birds. Okay? They fly with eagles. They don't go walking with muskrats or other rodents. We want to become true eagles, leaders, who do not get discouraged when the circumstances around us are negative or the negative talk and lies being spoken by traitors. We do not want to get discouraged. We want to be motivated. We want to understand who our enemy is. We want to attack to overcome. We're not going to run because Goliath is there. We're going to run at Goliath. That's why, again, I'm trying to organize in the national stadiums to fill it up. Eagles saving nations. Fill it up with those that can become eagles. Filled with the word and spirit of God. The Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let them come out of there. Attacking the filth in this nation. By preaching the truth. Putting the right people in, in power. Saving the republic and saving your family. Eagle saving nations. Once again go to my website. www.worldministries.org And join Eagle saving nations. It's for another great awakening. We want to have the courage to lead, to speak, to be calm and calculative in making decisions to win the fight we find ourselves in to salvage our nation and save our families and friends from certain slavery because that's what they want to do to us. We as spiritual eagles know who we are in Jesus Christ and how to use our weapons we possess through the word of God, the Holy Spirit. Stay away from the faithless, narrow-minded people who bring you down instead of build you up to accomplish your vision. Stay away with the doubters, the naysayers. Oh, we can't do it. No, we can't do it with you, so get out of the boat. Either walk on water or go down with the sharks. But we need men of faith, women of faith. Eagles test relationships. The female eagle tests the qualities of her potential mate to sire her offspring. They test the qualities. If there's a godly woman in here, you tested the quality of the person you're married to. My wife tested the quality and said, that is a mature eagle. <laughs> the female eagle tests the qualities of her future potential mate. She takes a piece of bone and flies high into the air and suddenly drops the bone. The male eagle will fly down, catching the bone, retrieving the bone back to the female. 
This process continues until all eagles get tired of the test. And they fly away, leaving only one male behind who did not give up but persevered. Yes, I did not give up, and I won the prize. This becomes her mate. As Christian eagles, we must test people to make sure we are not being deceived with ideas or proposals, strategies or plans before implementing them. Amen? We must develop high-quality, mature people filled with the Holy Spirit and wisdom and the characteristics of the power of God to help us save America and other nations from tyranny, slavery, possible imprisonment, and death. Great leaders like Abraham, Moses, King David, President George Washington, President Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and many others, including Jesus Christ, their greatest leader, all had the attributes of the American bald eagle. And I just read you the 10 attributes. Faithfulness, focus, excellent vision, boldness, courageous, fearless, nurturing, discernment, determination, vitality, resilience. They don't eat dead prey. They know their identity and they test relationships. Nations and empires use the symbol of the eagle with reverence and importance. The Romans called it Jupiter, the king of the gods. It was the Roman legion's insignia representing power and courage. In mythology, the eagle carried the soul of humans to the gods. In ancient Egypt, the eagle symbolized the goddess Nikbet in the civilization. In ancient North American cultures, the eagle was prominent. The eagle was a sacred bird in many indigenous American cultures, and they were held sacred among many Native Americans, both in the United States and Canada. President Abe Lincoln used the bald eagle as a mascot during the Civil War as the eagle accompanied Company C into 40 battles. According to Wikipedia, the bald eagle was chosen June 20, 1782, as the emblem of the United States of America because of its long life, great strength, majestic looks, and also because it was then believed to exist only on this continent. The eagle represents freedom. We represent freedom if we're mature men and women of God. There's freedom if we know how to fight, if we're bold, if we're courageous, <coughs> if we stay in relationship with Jesus Christ, eating live food. Again, eagles have extreme vision. They see soaring another eagle from 50 miles away. You can see trouble coming on the horizon. I see what's coming on America. Why? Because I know the word of God. That's why we're trying to have another great awakening. If not, we are going to be judged and millions are going to die. The greatest leaders are visionary. The vision keeps them focused on task and responsibility in front of them to accomplish the goals and objectives of the vision. We want to get our message all over the world International television stations, national television stations, we got to give warning. Don't tell me we can't do it. Tell me we can and help me get it done. The eels are fierce with loyalty, resilient and faithful to family causes. 
The eagles to know their identity of their peers and allies, as well as their enemies. With all tenaciousness, nurturing skills to raise up offspring, offsprings as strong, wise, as focused as it is. That's why my little boy is right there on the front seat. He's enjoying worship, and he's listening to his papa right now. These eagles will defeat any foe as a sort of greater heights. Greater glory with all boldness, courage, and fearlessness. They will tackle and defeat any obstacle in their way until their lives and freedoms are guaranteed. Amen? Like Jesus. Most apostles and prophets in the Bible and so many great leaders and millions of other Christians throughout history. Today, a true follower of Jesus Christ, an eagle, will die for their faith. They have died before defending their faith instead of denying it. Including contemporary people like so many pastors and Christians in the American Revolution. Fighting to serve God as they believed instead of slavery under the king of Britain ruling over the colonies of America. Christians like Dietrich Bonhoeffer resisting Hitler in Nazi Germany. Or Watchman Nee resisting communism in China. Like President John F. Kennedy, who had a vision to see the United States of America free from tyranny and control of international bankers, secret societies, etc. He signed Executive Order 11110 to remove the control of the Federal Reserve Banking System and return constitutional money to the United States. And he was assassinated, becoming a martyr, fighting to have Americans free from international tyranny. Once again, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and click on the Eagles Saving Nations. Subscribe today. We've got to have another great awakening. Isaiah 40, 31, but they that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. Amen. Shannon? Praise the Lord. This is a powerful word tonight. Dr. Hansen, here in just a moment, I want you to pray for the people out there uh, as we're going into 2023. I'm honored to be here and do the last program of the year with you. Uh, what an honor it has been to work with you this year, and I'm looking forward to 2023 working with you in World Ministries. I wanted to tell you, though, something exciting that happened a few weeks ago. I was uh, doing one of the programs, and I contacted my brother Damon Davis that you know. And I yes. said, hey, Damon, tune in. We're doing a live broadcast. And um, next thing you know, Damon has offered us a uh, time period on the Word Network. And let me explain it like this. My brother Damon does a lot of business with the Word Channel. And he recently launched his own TV program called uh, The Zoe with Damon Davis. So he's in a Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. to 1.30 slot. It just went live about two weeks ago. I think his lead-in is Sid Roth. but So he's doing one every day, and he said to me, he said, I'll give you uh, one of my time periods each month, so it's just one spot, half hour, but hey, that's a, a first step to something bigger. And he reminded me tonight that his offer is real, and he told me to get prepared to go on TV with him in January. Of course, I need a few weeks to get prepared, so I said, um, let's push it off to the end of January, first week in February. At least that'll give me a month to prepare. But... Essentially, what it's going to be is he told me just to pick uh, one of his time periods every month. He'll give me the half hour. We'll be on the Word Network. 
It's got a potential of about 98 million homes. It's on uh, satellite, many cable systems. And uh, so what I wanted to do is um, remind that you and I had this conversation a few years ago. <laughs> and this was supposed to have happened a long time ago, but it just didn't. But here we are. Better mm-hmm. late than ever. Um, I want to invite you to come on and do a program with me. And we'll probably do it um, February or March. And while it's just a half an hour, we can be on the Word Network on their live feed, but then we can even go into the second half hour on digital. So, in fact, that's what he's doing with his own show. So, he'll, he's on every day at 1 to one thirty, but then he continues on and does a full-hour program. And, you know, you can be on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, DLive, Mixcloud, Nico Video in Japan. Uh, we're doing that tonight. We're on uh, eight streaming platforms plus blog talk and mix and lore. So I think that's kind of a cool strategy because you're getting the people that may only know you from the word network to come over and tune into all the broadcasts you're doing that are regularly streaming up on social media plus the podcast network. So I think it's the best of both worlds. I think it's a smart tactic. Yes. But, um, pray about it. Um, I wasn't sure if this was a serious offer or not till tonight. And during this show, he's listening to you. He said, uh, let's get that program going. How about January, middle of January? I said, well, I need a few more weeks, so we're going to push it off to February, but uh, it's going to happen. And um, I believe this is the first step that we take, which is going to lead us to actually securing uh, a regular time period every week. I believe God will open up the door for that. And then I believe not only on the Word Network, but my ultimate dream has been to get a program going that we could then buy some broadcast TV time for on other networks, you know, pick a city. And so, um, hey, I think 2023 is the year to do it. What do you say? Amen. It's the year to fly, Shannon. It's the year to soar. It's time to make it happen because things are going to explode very soon. And so this is the year. Amen. Again, I want to thank you. Dr. Hansen and all of you at World Ministries for letting us partner with you. And will you pray for the people tonight as we're going into 2023 that God will bless people and be with us and guide us? Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again to speak the truth. You said, speak the truth and you will set them free. Father God, continue to bless Omega Man Radio, dear God. Bless this new opportunity, Lord. Let it explode with truth that sets people free. Those that are listening, dear God, again, bless them. Because as they listen, as they fulfill, dear God, application of the word being taught and preached, then you'll bring the harvest into their own personal lives. And we just pray for a mighty harvest, a mighty harvest individually, a mighty harvest in ministries. So we pray for 2023, dear God, that it will explode with a harvest with a harvest, a bountiful harvest that we have not even been able to understand. It will be so awesome. Let this happen, dear God. Again, we thank you for the opportunity to serve you, dear God, in 2022. And we pray, dear God, that it will end strong. We got one more day left. And then 2023, let it start off with a bang, end with an explosion, end with a bumper crop. And when we give you glory and praise, we bind and rebuke every spirit of darkness that would try to hinder it or stop it. In Jesus' name, set your people free. Let this thing explode. Let us see the bumper harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. I say amen to that. Now, Dr. Hansen, tell people how they can partner with World Ministries International. 
support the ministry and also sign up to be part of Eagles Saving Nations. My phone number is 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. You can telephone, you can give by credit card or other means right over the telephone, or you can go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You can give that way, including PayPal. You can sign up for my newsletters, news articles. We send them out twice a month, absolutely free. They'll encourage you as well as uh, develop you, as well as warn you what is happening and what will happen. Also, you can watch my radio and television programs. We're on seven days a week on mass media. And if you don't get one of our channels somewhere, you can always click onto my website and watch or listen. Again, www.worldministries.org. If you want to send us a check, uh, just make it out to WMI. Put on the envelope, World Ministries International, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, on the check, WMI. The envelope, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Address it to World Ministries International. It's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. We do appreciate any gift, great or small. Collectively, we believe like the loaves and fishes, every need will be met. Shannon, I'll tell you what, it's been my pleasure working with you, and uh, I just uh, have high respect for you, and I'm believing and proclaiming God will bless you in your ministry, protect your family, give you victory in every area of your life. I received that. Dr. Hanson, also, I wanted to ask you, um, I just received one of your newsletters called Mystery Babylon in America. How can others sign up to receive that as well? Again, you can telephone my office, 360-629-5248, The operators will sign you up. You can go on my website, www.worldministries.org. That's www.worldministries.org. And you can just sign yourself up right there off the website. But yes, I would really encourage you to get my bi-monthly, twice a month, news articles, pastoral articles, absolutely free. And uh, uh, Shannon would verify that I've been sending articles since the 1990s, and they're solid. And I'll tell you what, you would uh, really be blessed. Also, they're prophetic much of the time. And like Issachar, they'll prepare you for what's coming so you don't have to be a victim, but you can be a conqueror. Amen. Folks, do it today. And look, we've still got one more day left in this uh, year. I encourage anyone out there uh, who, if you need an end-of-the-year tax write-off, is World Ministries International able to give um, uh, tax receipts? Yes, uh, we have. Make a- we certainly are, and uh, we'll be happy to do it. Folks, invest in the kingdom of God. Uh, you'll get better returns to that than any other means. We'll see you next time, Brother Hanson. We love you all. God, God bless you. you, and have a very happy and the best year of your life in 2023. The same for you. I received that. Thank you, brother. Love you all. Love you. Bye-bye.